day one of training camp, you know the deal. We obviously got to talk about it. You also know the other deal. No Trevor, no problem. But we do have Pod Coles and playing with JT Miller, not only on day one of training camp, but for the whole season, okay? We talk about that more on today's episode of Locked on Canucks. Your Locked on Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. But more importantly, this show right here is that show where it's your Canucks every day. Subscribe, hit the like button, and let us know how we did on the podcast side by following us. But more importantly, leaving us a review. Because why not, okay? Accountability. Uh, We're telling the Canucks how to do their business. Uh, You can let us know how we should be doing our business too. It's okay. Uh, I think Begsy and I are both 30 years old. Uh, We've been around. We can take the heat. Speaking of which, I'm here. Trevor Beggs is not here, which means uh, there's a couple people, and they've made it really loud and clear over the last couple of days, who are probably annoyed, right? Because they do hate my voice, uh, but (laughs) it is what it is, okay? It's your Canucks every day, which means it's Kyle Bowen every day. Not just every tomorrow, but every day. And uh, I can, again, take the heat. A, because I'm 30 years old, and B, because my girlfriend is hot. It's the truth. Uh, You think a comment is going to get to me when the second thing is the truth. And the truth is, Begsy is not here today because uh, we had to rearrange the schedule. I was stuck in traffic for a couple of hours, and we also have to record that episode with the Locked On Senators boys in a couple of hours. And that episode will debut tomorrow, and we're asking the question, who will win the Stanley Cup first? the Senators, or the Vancouver Canucks? Uh, we're also asking another question, man. Begsy, a smart guy. And this is a big hockey question, okay? Uh, which line was better back in the day? Prime West Coast Express, Naslin, Bertuzzi, Morrison, or prime whatever nickname the line had of Spezza, Alfredson, and Danny Heatley? That's a damn good hockey question. But we'll touch on that tomorrow. Let's talk about today, okay? Now, you read the title. And I read a couple of the the line combinations via Thomas Drance at day one of training camp for your Vancouver Canucks. And it's got me thinking. Got me thinking, okay? I think I saw Bluger with Beauvillier. I think I saw Hoaglander with Kuzmanko and Pedersen. I think I saw Archie Baines with Pew Suter. And I think I saw... Besser with JT Miller. And let's start there and just have this conversation for the rest of the episode, okay? Let us know in the comments below who you want playing with JT Miller. I'll tell you one person who I don't want playing with JT Miller. That's Brock Besser. Uh, We've seen it before for a long time. And I think we've seen it plateau. And I think we've seen at most... Uh, to put it in better terms, and a what? A 78 overall when we're talking about the chemistry between those two. Two talented players, they'll get the job done in parts, but overall, again, the chemistry is just, it's just not optimized for those individual players playing with specific linemates. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you can get more 
out of those players if you put them in different places. And maybe Tockett hasn't discovered that yet because he just got here, but I'm pretty sure he'll see it soon. Because the proof is in the pudding. Brock Besser and JT Miller, not that combo. I got, I got ideas, though. And I think, I think there's a way to really make this combination work. And we'll talk about the second winger after the first break, but I want to bring up this guy first. JT Miller's first winger, possibly, this season for the Vancouver Canucks. And it's a stretch, and I'm assuming the best. But I want it to be Pot Colson. He has to earn it. Don't get me wrong, and I think he will. But I want it to be Pot Colson. Now, we've talked about Tockett and his quote about Pot Colson needing to be uh, needing to be a bit more reckless. I think he can get there with a little bit of a boost, playing in the top six, playing with one of the best offensive players on the team, right? Confidence can bring out the best in you. And if he's playing alongside the most intense player on the team also, maybe that recklessness is a lot closer closer to him, okay? For real. It makes that combination of things, again, more obtainable. I think I'm also assuming the best because uh, we heard the quote, right, yesterday from Rutherford. Everything has to go right for this team to make the playoffs. Now I'm going to stretch that quote and relate it to Pod Colson because I want everything to go right for that guy. It's too important. It's too important for a team that traded a first-round pick a couple years ago to get OEL and Garland. It's too important for a team that picked this guy in what, the top 11 of the draft in Vancouver on that note. It's too important that they get the most out of Pod Colson. And the last thing I want Pod Colson to turn into, even though it would be useful, but I think this has to be like plan B or plan C. The last thing I want this guy to turn into is a tweener between the second and third line. Uh, let's not go there. Uh, let's not assume that's all he's going to be. He's still young. It's still early in his NHL career, but this is a pivotal year. And I know he has to earn it, but why not make it a little bit easier somehow, some way for this guy to reach that assumed potential that we, that we were thinking of and only thinking of a couple of years ago. Top six forward, dynamic winger, doing the most, 60 to 70 points, and just being a prominent role, well, well, being in a prominent role, game in and game out, for your Vancouver Canucks. There was another thing that was said also in the press conference yesterday, and I wish I had Begsy here because this is such a big one, and it has a lot to do with the Tanner Pearson trade. Alvin alluded to the fact that he wanted to give the young guys a shot. And I'm taking that as a statement that relates to this. The Canucks don't need to just give their young guys a shot to make the team. They have to put them in positions to succeed. And the two guys I'm talking about is Hoaglander and Pat Colson, right? And we saw it in day one of training camp, right? Hoaglander getting a chance to play with Pedersen and Kuzmenko, and it could happen, right? But we've seen Hoaglander start towards the top of the lineup in different points in his career. 
that could happen. And that would bode well for a guy. Give him some confidence. Could we get the most out of him if he's put in that position? Sure. Maybe. Who knows? But there's a better chance. And it does relate to this again. Giving the young guys a better chance, a.k.a. giving Pot Colson the best chance to exceed expectations. To reach that once potential. Play Pot Colson with JT Miller. If he earns it. And there may be more than just some chemistry there, right? I, I remember hearing a, a quote from Miller. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was off of the uh, John Scott podcast where he was raving about Pod Colson. There could be something there. Now, do their games match up, their style of play? I think it's... I think it's... Well, it would be naive to say that, of course, of course it does. Because on paper, I don't know if it necessarily does, but I'm only saying that because we haven't seen the best out of Pod Colson consistently. I think. I'm hoping. I'm assuming the best. Okay, Rutherford put it out there. Everything has to go right. And if that's the case, I want to see Pod Colson play with Miller. And if everything has to go right, I think JT Miller is a big part of that equation, that statement, right? They need they need this guy to be that dynamic offensive player, not just get to 75 to 80 points, exceed that total, get back to the 90s. Uh, there's a, a lot of there's a lot of uh, not confusion, but there's a lot left on the table when it comes to the fans' expectations of JT Miller. I think, I think after last year. And his years prior to the 99-point season, I think we're just we're just connecting with the fact that he just may be that 80-point guy, that 75-point guy. But especially in the beginning of his new deal, for at least a couple of years, uh, let's get the most. Let's get the most. The team needs the most. Get back to 90 points. Speaking of which, there's one guy who I think can help him get there. And that's only if everything goes right. But first, we have to cut the break. Again, you're listening to Locked On Canucks, your Canucks every day. Man, oh, man, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you watching. And we'll get back to you on the other side of the break. Okay, people, I got to tell you about a little secret. For real, it's the truth. Okay, Trevor Beggs has become a lot better of a person, a friend, an employee, a father, a husband, but more importantly, a better podcaster because of AG1. Yes, AG1 is the thing he does every morning, every afternoon, and before every workout. And what does he do again? He sips it. He puts it down his throat, okay? He takes it all in. And he gets what he deserves. And what does he get? 75 high-quality ingredients that give him the daily key nutrients and support energy, focus, strength, and clarity, okay? And they're calling this thing a microhabit. Uh, Trevor Beggs called me the other day to talk about this new term, this micro habit. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What's a micro habit? And he explained it like this. It's really easy to, again, get all these 75 high quality ingredients in you by just what? Taking five minutes out of your day to pour something in a glass, put some water in it and chug it. Again, shove it down your throat. That's what Trevor Beggs does, okay? 
Anyways, it's a comprehensive solution and it is what Trevor Beggs needs and maybe me soon, okay? I gotta start sipping this thing very soon. Okay, for real. And maybe I'll use this deal, okay? Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network and change your life. Again, introduce yourself to the micro habit that can make you the person you want to be. If they slap on the bird dogs, baby, okay? Because if you want to be one of the best looking guys out there, you got to wear the bird dogs, you know? Kyle and I, you know, we're both getting older. We're getting grumpier. We're getting crestier. That's why we got to slap on the bird dogs, okay? You know, true story. I was about to uh, come to my job today. No, I I dress nice for my job, okay? You see, like, if you're on YouTube, you see the nice white collar shirt. Dude, you you're know, a Delph. Some, you're a Delph. You turquoise pants on right now. Trevor, you're um, a good-looking dad, bro. You're a good-looking yeah, dad. Yeah, I try my man. best. I yeah. try my best. But I'm telling you what, I wanted to come to work in Bird Dogs. I know, obviously, my clients, my coworkers would have been okay with it because I'd be looking sexy. Ooh. But guess what? My wife wouldn't let me leave the house because I look too sexy when I'm wearing my Bird Dogs, okay? <laughs> so if you want to see what all the hype is about, make sure you go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL or enter promo code LockedOn. Oh, it's actually promo code locked on triple X. Okay. At checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on triple X for a free water bottle at checkout. Checkout. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Yo, what does the triple X stand for? They really doing the locked on promo code like triple X, man. They really selling that whole sex thing. That's oh, nice, no. Man. Sex sells. <laughs> What? You got uh, it wrong? I think I, re- I think I have to redo it. No, no, just add it right here, bro. It's all good. Okay, okay, all okay. Good. You know what? Okay, later <laughs> on in this ad read, it is locked on NHL, okay? This <laughs> it's ad locked on NHL. Bad, okay? The locked go, on man. XXX is depending on the channel. So it is locked on NHL, okay? <laughs> Make sure you support it locked on NHL, not one of those other leagues out there on the locked on network. Locked on NHL, baby. People, people, before we get back to the show, baby, I got to tell you that new episodes of Locked On Canucks will be available wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube at 4.20 p.m. for no reason at all, okay? New episodes every day at 4.20 p.m. Again, wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube. Let's get back to the show. Okay, okay, you're back on Locked On Canucks. It's your Canucks every day. Kyle Bowen here. Trevor Beggs working the day job. He's got to do what he's got to do. And there's this picture of JT Miller. It had me thinking a lot, okay? I think they did some uh, some sort of campaign, right? The Vancouver Canucks did with their players. Had a little photo op. And players had to, you know, reveal their age, their nickname, the blah, blah, blahs. And they also had to fill in the blank when it came to the question, uh, alluding to the fact or alluding to uh, the notion that there was this other dream job that they may want. And I think JT Miller's answer was stay at home, dad. That's a leader right there. That is. That's leading by example. And that's the ultimate role in leadership, right? Being the best parent possible. That's how you change the world. Again, being the best parent possible and leaving no no excuse, no excuse to not do so. Trevor Beggs, 
one of the best parents out there as well. And that's why he can't sacrifice his job, okay? There was a small chance that Trevor, you know, he was going to sneak into another office and do a little 10 to 15 minute hit with me. But uh, it's not worth it. Not right now. Maybe in April. Maybe in April. I could see him doing that, but not right now. Speaking of April, everything has to go right for the Canucks to play meaningful games in April. And we just assume the best out of Pot Colson. Uh, that's a stretch. Like, that's a 1 in 500 chance that he does all that, right? Uh, this guy was an AHLer last year and didn't even rip up the AHL. Again, I'm assuming the best, Rutherford. Putting that in my mind if everything goes right. What if? Yes, what if? Everything goes right for Connor Garland, the other winger I want playing with JT Miller. Off the rip. Now keep in mind, Mikheyev. I don't even think he's at day one of camp. Personal reasons. One love. Sending you love. Hope everything is right. But even if he was, Rutherford, no, Alvin did note that he would be not like playing with the day ones or uh, the top of the lineup. He was still working on getting back to top form. AKA, there was a chance that he wouldn't even be in the lineup for day one. But let's say he was healthy, he would be the other guy. It would be McCav, Miller, and Pod Colson for me. But <laughs> in his position, or in his case, because reality is a thing and science is a thing, everything can't go right. He needs to get healthy first and, more importantly, take care of that personal issue. One love to Ilya McCav. Uh, let's circle it back to Connor Garland. What if everything goes right for that dude? Uh, let us know in the comments below. Uh, what does prime Connor Garland look like? When you squeeze the best out of that guy, what do you get? This is a, a large range, right? I'm thinking 55 to 70 points. I'm thinking somebody who is a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trevor's not here. A nuisance? Game in and game out. Being a play driver, which analytically speaking, he was for most of last season. Well, I guess in parts, he could play that role. And maybe, just maybe, pairing that play driver with somebody like JT Miller gets the, boast out of, gets the best sorry, out of both of them. Put those Americans together. Put those Americans together and see what happens. And you know how I said this team has to get the, the most out of Pot Colson to succeed and uh, just based on draft position and whatnot, like that's, that's got to be an organizational focus. And yeah, I know Rutherford and Alvin didn't make the trade for Garland, but the fact of the matter is that trade was made. And can they salvage any sort of respect from that trade. I think there's, there's a 5% chance, and it's not if, you know, Garland plays every game for the Vancouver Canucks and plays out his contract. Maybe he signs another contract. Maybe he's here for a long time, and uh, there's some respect we can get from that trade, okay? Maybe it doesn't feel that bad. Uh, no, the bare minimum is not the way we can feel a little bit good about that trade. We got to get the most out of Connor Garland. And... In a couple of years, that OEL cap hit is going to be 
it's going to be hurting. But maybe it doesn't hurt that much if, again, Connor Garland reaches his potential and puts up points and does his thing and is confident and takes his game to another level. I think it's easier with, again, confidence. And maybe for guys like Pod Colson and Garland, it's easier to be confident when you're playing with the second-best center on this team, a center who's put up a lot of points over the last, what, four or five years. I want the line to be Connor Garland, JT Miller, and Pod Colson. If everything goes right, that could be something for that line and individually for those wingers. They can take their game to the next level. JT Miller, man, a very important player. Obviously, the cap hit, the contract, it kicks in this season. I think people can be turned off, right? The money is one thing, and the, uh, the over-intensity is another. But I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind the fact that this guy cares that much. And maybe it's easier to care for that team you work for when you're making $8 million, but let's be honest, let's be real. This guy cares on another level. He shows it on the stat sheet, and again, he shows it by being sometimes overly too committed to his emotions. Now, there's a way to temper it. Just a little, just a little, not too much. We need some of that emotion. We need some of that care. I think it's going to help the room. I don't think it's a detriment. But again, his importance is, is, well, it can't be, it can't be understated. And I'll go back to what I said seven minutes ago, eight minutes ago. I think there's this uh, feeling around the fan base that Miller can't get back to 90 plus points. And I get it, right? The data, the data, the aging curve, peak seasons. But we got to hope and we got to assume a little. And this is the time to be optimistic before he has to prove it. I think he can get back there. And I think he can get back there for a couple more seasons before that aging curve becomes a real thing. And I know, theoretically speaking, if you look at the data for most players, it's already the real thing. Yo, there's levels to this. There's levels to this. That dude is competitive. He puts up points, and there's a way for him to get back there. There is. Last note on that line combination before I get out of here. I know that there's not too much defensively going on there. I mean, there's potential for it to be solid if all three of those guys are just in general more aware that they aren't the best two-way players. But I will say there's a way for it to get to the next level if, again, Pot Colson takes it to the next level because that's in his game, I think, right? That's why we drafted him at 11. Again, we got to assume the best for real. 
That was another episode, though, of Locked on Canucks. Your Canucks every day. Well, we going at it. We trying. There, there was a 50% chance that there was no episode today. And uh, we had to pull up. We had to pull up. We had to do it for the people because this is a... Uh, uh, what's that quote? What's that, what's that quote? With great power comes great responsibility, right? And to talk about the Canucks every day, that's a, that's, an, that's a blessing. A blessing, not even a disguise. It's just a blessing that we get to do this at our studios. And that's uh, a powerful thing. And uh, uh, we're responsible to the promise. And <laughs> again, the promise is your Canucks every day. Uh, thanks so much for listening and watching. If you like today's episode, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Trevor Bags will be back tomorrow with the boys from Locked On Senators. Again, who was going to win a Stanley Cup first, the Ottawa Senators or the Vancouver Canucks? Obviously, you know my answer, and that's because I'm loyal only to the West Coast, the best coast of Canada. The Canucks are going to be the next Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup somehow, some way over the next five years. I hope. This is why I don't litter, man. Good karma. Anywho, have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this. Uh, we appreciate it, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.